It's been several decades since I read Dune, the novel that started it all. I'm referring, of course, to the 1965 science fiction epic that won both a Hugo and a Nebula Award. That book introduced us to the sprawling universe dreamed up by Frank Herbert that revolves around the character of Paul Atreides, the desert world of Arrakis, and the mysterious spice that is desired by all. And not for the first time do I mourn the passing of my brother Randy, who had read the entire series, including the various prequels and sequels, some written by the author's son, Brian Herbert. My brother, a serious student of all things Dune, could have explained to me everything that director Denis Villeneuve got right and maybe what he got wrong in his adaptation of that first novel, which is both playing in theaters and streaming on HBO Max. Here's what I can say. Unlike David Lynch in his utterly bizarre 1984 adaptation, Villeneuve wisely chose not to try to capture the entire novel, even in a two-hour and 35-minute movie. Instead, he opts for a Star Wars-type cliffhanger. And while there's no confirmed release date as yet, Dune Part Two is said to be already in pre-production. So what does that leave us? Well, a film that is sweeping in scope, rich with the kind of computer graphics that we've come to expect, and characters that, for the most part, feel fully fleshed out. I say for the most part because at least one character, Baron Harkonnen, as played by an almost unrecognizable Stellan Skarsgård, comes across both as gross and as simplistically evil as Jabba the Hutt, again from the Star Wars series. Based on a screenplay penned by Villeneuve and two others, Eric Roth, who won an Oscar for writing Forrest Gump, and John Spates, Dune is set in a universe controlled by great houses, basically family dynasties, all having pledged loyalty to the Emperor Shaddam IV. But like most arrangements, both in fiction and in real life, jealousy, greed, and distrust are rampant. At issue is the melange, or spice, that is found only on Arrakis, a world of shifting sand dunes and peopled by loose-knit but hardy tribes of people called the Fremen. The spice is in demand because it makes interstellar travel possible, giving the house navigators the ability to travel safely through time, space, and though highly addictive, it can add years to one's life, besides providing heightened vitality and awareness. Dune opens with Duke Leto Atreides, played by Oscar Isaac, given what seems to be a gift from the emperor, exclusive rights to Arrakis's spice production. These rights have long been owned by House Harkonnen, which has ruled over the desert world with brutal force, provoking an ongoing guerrilla war with the Fremen. Duke Leto knows that the emperor, afraid of House Atreides' power, is setting him up to fail. But loyalty and pledges being what they are, the duke, the epitome of an honorable man, can't refuse. He heads to Arrakis fully intent on working with instead of against the Fremen. Meanwhile, we are introduced to Leto's son, Paul Atreides, played by Timothy Chalamet, the young scion who has been trained in mystical powers by his mother, Lady Jessica, played by Rebecca Ferguson, a member of the powerful Bene Gesserit Sisterhood. Paul has dreams which may or may not foretell the fate not only of him, not just of his family, but of the entire empire, a fate that is tied to Arrakis, to the Fremen, and to the Spice. I've mentioned Star Wars more than once here, and by intention. Stories of characters who slowly realize their inner powers and who end up as chosen people date back millennia. Today, they range from the Avengers tales to Harry Potter adventures to, maybe most closely, George Lucas's Luke Skywalker saga. Blend with that references to real-life history, especially those bearing barely disguised references to Islam and the force of fanatical jihad, and you have this new, improved version of Herbert's original vision, or at least half of it, which leads to another Star Wars similarity. 
You'll have to wait at least a couple of years to discover what comes next. For Spokane Public Radio, I'm Dan Webster.